This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And he gets all of that ball hit deep and over the wall for a home run. That was a no-doubter. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward by Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics, because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU baseball fans. Welcome into Miller Park in Provo, Utah, where tonight the BYU Cougars enter the game at 13-23 and 6-9 in the West Coast Conference, hosting St. Mary's, who comes in in the WCC with a record of 9-9. Nine and nine. It's time to hear from the head coach of the Cougars, Mike Littlewood, brought to you by doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU baseball. Coach Littlewood and I began talking about Tuesday's win and how it shows the blueprint for success, but also what this team is capable of. Yeah, you're exactly right. And more more than the win, I mean, I like wins, uh, and that was important, but I like the way the team came out and played with, and, and I said it before, I said it uh, with Greg on post game. it was a calmness and, and a, a confidence that we haven't shown a whole lot this year. We, I mean, we really believed that we were going to be, beat this team and did the things that we had to, to during the game to get that done. And so, yeah, hopefully it carries forward. The feel of the team, believe it or not, is really good. I mean, every time we come out, I feel like the energy's good and, and guys are supporting each other and the culture's good, and it's just a matter of making plays and getting key hits. That's That really is what creating traffic on the bases to give us a chance to, to get those hits. And so some years when you're struggling record-wise and, and the culture's not good, it's hard to come to the park. But this is not one of those years. It's it's really kind of a weird year that everybody's on the same page, wants to win, and, and uh, we, ju- we just need to kind of get it done on the field. Well, and to your point, I mean, before we even came in to do this interview, guys out taking BP, talking with guys, they all had a smile on their face. They were happy to be here. I think that speaks to exactly what you were talking about. It was nice to see Andrew Pintar be able to get back in the back batter's box on Tuesday night, and now he's going to be back in the field as well. Yeah, having Penny out of our lineup really hurts. Uh, Gonzaga, we weren't able to use him at all. You know, with our offense the way it is um, lately, we just we need, we can't afford to have a guy like Andrew out of our lineup. So, not only just at the play, but he's one of those guys that's growing and maturing and kind of a coach on the field, and so just to see him out there at that second base position and hitting third in our lineup means a lot to us. Just uh, more of a calming calming feature to this team, and um Obviously, he's going to help us in the lineup. St. Mary's is a team that historically you have done very well at here in Provo, but this is a confident team coming in. They've won six out of their last seven games. Yeah, they're a good team. They're scrappy. They pitch it. They move Lomelli to the pen, who used to be a starter for them, so they've got a, a closer that they really rely on. We'll see three really good starters. Um, Saturday, we're going to see an outstanding starter. It's a lefty that's like 94, and so that's going to be a challenge for us. But that's why we do this. I mean, we if we play our game, we play catch, uh, we execute, and we pitch it well, we're going to beat this team. Good luck, Coach. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Coming to you from Miller Park. Thanks to head coach Mike Littlewood for his pregame comment. Joining me on the broadcast tonight, you know him, you love him. Maybe you love him. His name is Tuckett Slade, BYU Baseball Director of Operations. Tuck, talking with Coach about it. That win on Tuesday, I thought that was a fantastic win for for many reasons. Not just the score, but everybody just seemed to be in a good rhythm. Yeah, it just shows you what this team can do, right? And what they have been able to, you know, accomplish a short stint this year. But I tell you what, that game just shows you how talented this group really is when they played their game. Let's get to today's starting lineups. Brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. 
for the visiting St. Mary's Gales, leading things off in center field, Jacob Talamonte. Batting second in right field, Coleman Schmidt. Justin Banks, the designated hitter, will hit third. Batting cleanup in left field, Blake Mann. Javi Espinoza will bat fifth and play second base. Hitting sixth at shortstop, Kyle Velasquez. Nathan Chong will bat seventh to play first base. Behind home plate is Mark Goulart. He will be the catcher, hitting eighth, batting ninth at third base, Nick Mistone. For the BYU Cougars, the familiar leadoff man, Mitch McIntyre, will hit first, followed by Peyton Cole, who will be at third base at third base today. Andrew Pintar, as we talked with Coach Littlewood, back in the field at second base, will hit third, batting fourth and right. Cole Gamble coming off a very impressive performance against Arizona State on Tuesday afternoon. Jacob Wilk will bat fifth and play first base. The designated hitter will be Josh Cowden hitting sixth, batting seventh in left field, Hayden Latham. Abraham Valdez will be the catcher and bat eighth, batting ninth. Shortstop, number two, Brock Watkins on the mound for BYU today. Easton Walker, the righty, coming in with an ERA of 2.68, a 1-4 win-loss record. Coming in, he's given up 30 runs, 15 earned. He's walked 13 and struck out 49. And Easton Walker has been one of those guys that uh, you know what you're going to get out of him. You're going to get a fight from him each and every time he's on the mound. Yeah, Chef, he didn't have his best start last weekend against the Zags, right? He had the wind-dated home run that, I'm telling you, it's the only time they said in 30 years the wind's blown out to right, and it does right then. It barely gets out of here, and it kind of blew it open for him a little bit. He struggled that day with his command, but like you said, one of the uh, nine out of ten times he's going to go out there and just give you everything he's got. He's still going to give you everything. He just didn't have his best stuff last week. Well, Tuck, it's a little bit different situation than what we have been used to. It is warm today, and the sun is shining. Yes. Uh, that has not happened for too many BYU baseball games this and year. the flag is not blowing. Yes, so that is true. Yeah, that's one thing. It's a, It could be a day where the ball could really travel today. So We are moments away. Jacob Telemonte. Stepping to the batter's box, and we are almost underway here from Provo, Utah. An absolutely gorgeous night here at Miller Park, and the weather is only supposed to get better as the weekend continues. First pitch in, and it is strike one to Talamante. Obviously, some other big BYU news happening tonight in the National Football League. We you will don't say. update you on things when it becomes official with BYU quarterback Zach Wilson. That is... Uh, beginning as we speak right now in Cleveland, Ohio. Zach Wilson, we expect to be the highest drafted BYU player ever, expecting to go number two to the Jets. 1-1 pitch. Strike two. One ball and two strikes to Talamante. Well, you're shut. You're, uh, Steve Young was the highest drafted. I mean, it was a well, different league. Different league. Come on. Yes, yes. Number one overall in the USFL. <laughs> the 1-2 pitch. Fouled off to the left. The count stays one and two. Got a couple of Kansas City Chiefs fans on the broadcast with you tonight. Our yes, Chiefs not do. with a first-round pick after I'm, trading it. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. They could get back in, though. That's Absolutely possible. they could. Big news in the NFL today. Aaron Rodgers wanting out of Green Bay. How about that? That is just crazy. The one-two pitch. Ground ball up the middle. 
Watkins playing it perfectly. Throw over to first. Low, but a good pick by Wilk. And in time, out number one here at the top of the first. Yeah, it's always nice to get that first one. Brock made it a little more interesting than it should have been. Yeah, but uh, Wilk did a really good job of uh, scooping that at first. That'll bring in Schmidt. Coleman Schmidt leads this team with a batting average of 393. Yeah, they're, uh, they're very similar to us this year as far as they've got a ton of guys that have at-bats this year, Ship. There's only three guys in their lineup that really have the consistent at-bats of 100-plus. Everyone else is below that. And, and uh, what is Schmidt, 30 at-bats, 28 on the year. So, First pitch, misses outside. One ball, no strikes to Coleman Schmidt, batting second in the order. Pitch bounces in front of home plate. Two balls and no strikes. Like Coach said in his pregame interview with you, Ship, these guys offensively are just scrappy. They just grind it out, and their strength to their team is their pitching staff. They really can pitch it. And so they're a team that likes to just keep the game close and find a way to win. The 2-0 pitch to Smith. Schmidt. Strike one. In their last series, they're coming off of a sweep of Pacific and in both games over the weekend, it was actually their, the bottom of their order that really produced most of their offense. And we've seen that here with BYU's lineup where sometimes the part of the lineup that you expect to get the job done, maybe that day was a little bit off, but somewhere else has stepped up. Yeah, well, I mean, against Arizona State, you had uh, Brock had a big double late uh, bottom of the order, and so did Valdez. Yep. So... Three balls, one strike to Schmidt. Walker kicks and delivers. Fouled back to the screen, and it's a full count. But the real difference in that Oregon State, uh, or Arizona State game was what? It was Cole Gamble, yeah. right? I mean, the guy came to play. It was his best game as a college player, and uh, that's the guy that we expected to come in and, and be that guy for us. Now, obviously not going to hit two home runs every game, but going to have at-bats like that. So hopefully it's got him rolling here to finish the season. The payoff pitch. Ground ball to Watkins. Over to first. First two have been retired, both on ground balls to short. Well, and that's the key for Easton Walker is he is a contact pitcher. He's not going to just blow it by you. He'll be 89 to 91, and he'll just locate. He needs his defense to play defense, right? Just play catch. And it's good to see Andrew Pintar back at second base. It's fantastic to see him back. You heard Coach mention just how grateful he is to have him back in the lineup. It was great to have him hitting on Tuesday, but to be able to have both aspects of his game is, uh, is pretty important to this team. Yeah, he's, he's, he's our best player, in my opinion, overall, with everything that he brings. Justin Banks at the plate, the 0-1 pitch outside, evening the count, 1-1. One and one. And I'm not shortchanging Mitch, because Mitch is talented, but... Banks hitting 230. That pitch misses. Two balls and one strike. Banks second on the team in RBI at 20. Tell you what. Excuse uh, me. No, he is the leader. It is a man. It's one behind at 20. Justin Banks leading this team in RBI with 20. Also with home runs of eight. He looks the part, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He absolutely looks like an athlete. Big, strong kid right there. Fouls that last pitch off. Two balls and two strikes. Something we wish would happen for us in our lives, right, Jeff? Yes. There will be a lot of talk about 
chef's work ethic today. <laughs> Fouled off and out of play. The count stays two balls and two strikes. Which doesn't lack. I will, I'll give you that. Thank I will, you. I will give you that. Thank you. Well, Easton looks good right now. He's up to 92. You haven't seen that. I mean, it's finally warm, right? He's finally <laughs> loose. You don't have to worry about those temperatures in the mid-40s with mist coming down. Two outs, bases empty. A 2-2 count. The pitch to Banks. High, and it's full. Justin Banks at the plate, the designated hitter, wearing number 40, the payoff pitch. Outside part of the plate, strikeout looking, and a great job by Easton Walker to begin this ball game. We'll head to the home half of the first, scoreless from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. BYU did its job in the top of the first inning. One, two, three, go the Gales. That will bring in the Cougar Bats. Mitch McIntyre leading things off. He'll be followed by Peyton Cole and Andrew Pintar. Cougars and Gales. Game one of a three-game series. Game two tomorrow. Game three on Saturday afternoon. Thank you so much for tuning in to BYU Baseball. Happy to be bringing it to you. Jason Shepard alongside Tuckett Slade. And strike one to Mitch McIntyre. Starting pitcher for the Gales is Ryan Torek. 2.91 ERA, 2-1 record. He's pitched 43 and a third. He's given up 33 hits, only 15, or excuse me, he's given up 15 runs, 14 earned. He's walked 14 and struck out 40. And he has McIntyre. No balls and two strikes. The 0-2 pitch to McIntyre. Misses away, 1-2. and Shep, he's only recently been put into the starting rotation, right? They've had Lomelli mostly starting their game one, but they bumped Lomelli to the bullpen. Giving him a chance. Yeah, he's pitched in, in this is appearance 13, but as you mentioned, this is, he's only had five starts. And it's two balls and two strikes. BYU in the home whites with the uh, pinstripes. My favorite look. I love it. Super this classy. Look. Yeah. There's just something about pinstripes on a on a baseball uniform. The 2-2 pitch. Hit into shallow right field, and it will fall for a base hit. Mitch McIntyre leading off the bottom of the first with a single, and the Cougars are in business. Yeah, off the end of the bat there, change up, running away that uh, Mitch had a good level swing on it. Just hit it off the end of the bat, and he's so strong he gets a hit out of it. Nicely done, Mitch. That'll bring in the third baseman, Peyton Cole. Peyton hitting 254. And the first pitch from Torek. Swing and a miss, strike one. Keep your head on, keep your head on. Another great crowd here at Miller Park would expect... That the allowed capacity will be filled all series long. The 0-1 pitch. Strike two. A good fastball right there. Got the outer half. No balls, two strikes. 
A leadoff single by McIntyre has him at first base. Tark delivers the 0-2. This is away. One ball and two strikes. Tark will be 87 to 90 mile an hour fastball. Got a little uh, 12-6 curveball, and he likes his changeup. One ball, two strike count. The pitch to Peyton Cole. Fouled off. The count stays one and two. One ball, two strike count. Peyton Cole at the plate. Facing Ryan Torek, starter for the Gales. 1-2 pitch. Now two balls and two strikes. Yeah, good eye right there. He tried to stretch it. Outside fastball to see if Peyton would chase it. Nicely done there by Peyton. That's something else I thought BYU did a great job of on Tuesday with Glenn, the starter for the Sun Devils. He was trying to paint the outside. BYU just wasn't swinging at it. Very patient at the plate. Really, really good job. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. And it's a strikeout. Out number one. Cole retired. Yeah, out in front of, out in front of a changeup right there, running away from him. Andrew Pintar will now bow with runner at first base and one out. Tough time to hit right now. You have the shadows covering home plate, the pitchers all in the sun, and left fielders and shortstops, it's a tough time of day to field the ball. Targ delivers in the dirt, bounces away from Goulart, and alertly McIntyre moves down to second base and into scoring position with one out. That's a great read. He saw the curveball angled down, and before it even hit the turf, he was already taken off to second. Really nice read there by Mitch. And uh, first time this year we've seen a team play an exotic pull shift on Pintar. There's nobody at second base right now. The second baseman is over on the shortstop side of the bag in shallow center field. So if you just, you know, get jammed and hit a a routine ball to second, you're going to get an RBI right here. Slow roller is going to go all the way through. No balls, one strike, one out. The 0-1 pitch bounces in front of Goulart, gets away from him, throw down to third, not in time, as McIntyre was on the move again. Two pitches that got away from Goulart, and McIntyre has gone from first to second, and now second to third. Well, yeah, I mean, your goal is you want to be on third base with less than two outs, and so, but you don't want to be thrown out. But Mitch had a really good read, back-to-back pitches, and sure as, as the replay shows, he's safe in there. Now this is the easy time. I, I call it the easy time. 2-0 count. One of your best hitters up, you know. Great time to hit right here and take an early one nothing lead. BYU with the opportunity to get on the board first. 2-0 count to Pintar. McIntyre at third, only one out. Tarek delivers. Foul back, two balls and one strike to Pintar. Just to talk about this shift, it's even, I mean, it's, it is so exotic. The shortstop is in the six hole. Yes. And the third baseman is down the line. You're not getting a ball. 
by them there, right there, right? And uh, and so um, that's just interesting. But if you hit one right where the shortstop normally is, it's going to be a hit. The 2-1 pitch inside. Penny had to jump out of the way. He was showing bunt. Yeah, he's going to try to safety squeeze right there with, with Mitch's speed and, and Penny's ability to, to put a bunt down there, try to get a run early. But uh, curveball was up and in, almost hit him. Which, Shep, I wish we would take, we'd get hit more often, right? That's the one stat that we've done a good job with walks, but I wish we would take pride in, in, in getting hit more often. Three balls, one strike. McIntyre at third with one out. The pitch to Pintar. Foul ball, past third, and, and now it's full count. It's all breaking balls. He's throwing nothing but breaking balls to Pintar here. He's like, I'm not throwing you a fastball. Well, and I'm surprised that he's stuck with the breaking ball yeah. after. Almost hitting. After, yeah. Well, and, and also You're right, not, the, two the, fat, the catcher the not being able pitches, to, to yeah. get on top of the baseball and. You had a runner at first with one out, and that same runner's now at third because of those breaking pitches. Just need a ball in play here, Penny. The payoff pitch to Pintar. Popped up on the infield. The first baseman, Chong, right on the line and makes the catch two away. Yeah, that's a tough one there. That's a, that's a guaranteed run there. All you got to do is just hit a ground ball. Even hit, hit a ground ball anywhere but the pitcher, and you get yourself a run. Anyone elevated fastball, and Pintar you know, pops it up, routine out to the first baseman. That's a tough break. That's a spot where you really love just a ground ball. Score a run, get your offense going, especially after the really good base running that Mitch had. And now Cole, who was so hot on Tuesday, needs to get a big two-out knock. Cole Gamble. With two solo home runs, also a two-run double, four RBI on Tuesday. First pitch to Gamble, misses away, ball one. And both of his home runs were to the exact same spot. And the same fan able to pick up both home run balls. How many tree branches did he break is what I want to (laughs) know. The 1-0 pitch. Took something off of it. Strike one. He's heavy, heavy changeup breaking ball right now. Uh, he's only throwing four fastballs this whole inning. Jacob Wilk in the on-deck circle. But for him to bat, it's going to take some two-out magic here from Cole Gamble. The 1-1 pitch. Ground ball up the middle. The shortstop. Makes the throw to first, and the Cougars will leave a runner stranded at third base. We will head to the top of the second, still scoreless on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. The Cougars had an opportunity to get on the board first in the bottom of the first. McIntyre was at third base with only one out. Cougars unable to drive him in. We're now in the top of the second, leading things off, the left fielder, Blake Mann. He'll be followed by Javi Espinoza and Kyle Velasquez. Easton Walker, first pitch delivered to Mann in there for strike one. And the NFL draft has its very first pick, Trevor Lawrence, going to the Jacksonville Jaguars, which means the New York Jets are on the clock and all eyes on BYU quarterback Zach Wilson. The 0-1 misses one ball and one strike. Keep waiting to hear about this 
oh, the Packers, you know, the Packers are going to trade for that second pick, you know. Wouldn't that be something? That would be something. More likely is trying to trade for the third pick. Yeah, I was... Uh, Two and one now to man. I was reading something about cap space that if they trade him today, they save $5 million in cap space, but if they wait till June 1st, they save $22 million. <laughs> so do you, do yeah. you wait? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Well, if somebody doesn't want to play for you, I don't know why you're going to do him the favor. Ground ball past first base, saying the count, two balls and two strikes to Blake Mann. Four, five, and six hitters due up here in the top of the second for the visiting Gales. St. Mary's has won six out of their last seven games. This is only the second series they have played outside of the state of California. How crazy is that? Well, With all the travel BYU has done for St. Mary's, this is just the second time they've been out of California. And you could probably say that about most of California schools. It's true. Just because they weren't allowed to really travel in preseason, I don't think. 2-2 pitch. To first base, covering is Walker. Nicely done there by Wilk. And Walker, one away. Bringing in Javi Espinosa, the second baseman. Good fastball running in right there on his hands. Weak ground ball to first. Nicely done. Base is empty, one out. Espinosa hitting 220. And he looks at ball one from Walker. The 1 0 pitch. In there for strike one. I tell you, Shep, we talked about how that Tuesday win was so nice. I'm just hoping that, you know, statistically, we probably don't have a chance to make. Right, a regional and win the league because of the Zags going to lose five of their last, I think, nine games or something like that. Um, and uh, I just want to get on a roll, get some confidence going to build something for these guys to get ready for next year. And, and, and hopefully Tuesday was the start of that. Two balls and one strike. Yeah, this team needs that extended winning, whether it's you know, obviously you had the three in a row at LMU, but you know to win seven out of eight or seven out of nine. Want to just get on a, a nice roll where you get into a rhythm and, and the confidence. This team has been confident all year, I think, but just to, you, you still want to see success. Yeah, and that's, that's you're right. You, I mean, they believe that they can win, but it's different than actually going out and winning in those close games. That there's just been so many close losses this year. The two-two pitch just misses, and now it's a full count to Espinosa. And, and the crazy thing about confidence and just momentum in baseball is how do we won a couple of those close series early and all of a sudden you get on a five seven eight out of nine type roll it's a different record fouled off out of play three and two the count stays to espinosa i talked to a couple of our veterans from that 2017 team and you ask them hey what was the difference on that team now we were really offensive didn't have you know, the best pitching staff. I think we had like a 5 ERA as a team, but we, we averaged 9.5 runs a game. And they said we just started to ride the wave. 3-2 pitch, high and outside. Ball four, and it's a one-out walk to Espinoza. That'll bring in the number six hitter, shortstop Kyle Velasquez. Was Easton's first walk of the ball game? Yeah, and Easton doesn't walk a lot of guys. You're not going to see that too often. 50 innings pitched only. That's his 14th walk now, 51 innings pitched. 
Well, and he now officially has 50 strikeouts on the season, too. Not a bad strikeout-to-walk ratio. First pitch to Velasquez. Line down the right field line and foul out of play. Strike one. The first baseman, Nathan Chong. The next Gale hitter. That is, unless Velasquez hits into the double play and the inning is over. One out, one on. Top of the second, scoreless ball game. And the New York Jets pick is in. We are obviously expecting it to be BYU quarterback Zach Wilson. We will know momentarily. The 0-1 swing and a miss by Velasquez. Swung right over the top. Strike two. A really good curveball right there by Easton. Just dropped off the table. Go right back to that pitch right there. Get your strikeout or ground ball double play. No balls. Two strikes. One out. Runner at first. The 0-2 misses away. One ball, two strikes. Sun is shining, warm temperatures, and we've got BYU baseball for you here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Shep and Tuck, happy to be bringing it to you. Scoreless ball game here in the top of the second. A 1-2 count. And the pitch to Velasquez. Outside part of the plate. Strike three looking and out number two. And just in time to let you know that BYU quarterback Zach Wilson has just been selected by the New York Jets number two overall. He is now the highest drafted BYU football player in program history. That's pretty cool. Awesome accomplishment for him and really cool for the school and Kalani, especially with everything it took to to bring Zach here, the change that they had to make, you know, offensive coordinator-wise, you know, you fire a legend and whatnot to to bring in the guys that wanted Zach, and here he is. Good for him. Unbelievable story and just a fantastic opportunity for BYU to be able to get the spotlight that it deserves. Two outs, runner at first. The batter is Nathan Chong. Easton with now two strikeouts and both looking. And it's strike one to Chong, hitting 212. And that's what Easton, when, when Easton is striking guys out, it's because of fastball command, right? Both of those fastballs were absolutely painted. And, and hitters aren't expecting, uh, you know, someone to locate it that good in those spots. And that's what he does best. The 0 1 pitch. Now 0 and 2. Put him away right here, East. Just glad I don't have to talk about the draft with you anymore. We can just move on. <laughs> we can just move on. No balls, two strikes. Look, we're a full service broadcast here. Yeah. We're going to give you the important BYU news, besides obviously BYU baseball. The 0 2 pitch, swing and a miss. They'll throw down to first, step on the bag, and they make it official. The Gales 
scoreless in the top of the second. We are in a scoreless ball game as we head to the home half of the second from Provo. Cougar Bats coming to the plate. Wilk, Cowden, and Latham do up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Jacob Wilk leading off the bottom of the second inning. Scoreless ball game, Cougars and Gales. First pitch to Wilk. Misses inside, ball one. BYU leads the all-time series 22-10, and they're 11-1 in Provo. Cougars haven't lost to St. Mary's here in Provo since 2015. Ground ball right up the middle and through. Nicely done by Jacob Wilk. A leadoff single and the Cougars' second hit of the ball game. Yeah, and his RBI single in the first inning on Tuesday was a single up the middle. When he's working back up the middle is when he's at his best. The designated hitter, Josh Cowden, will now bat. Wilk at first base. Cowden at the plate. Facing Ryan Torek. Pitch to Cowden. Outside, ball one. He really loves his changeup, especially the left-handers. Yes, he, he does. He started every left-handed hitter so far this game off with that first pitch changeup. The 1-0. Same spot, same result, ball two. Game two tomorrow night, 6 o'clock Mountain Time once again. And then Saturday's game three, 1 o'clock Mountain Time. We will start the broadcast just on the BYUCougars.com and BYU Cougars app. Kind of a big game Saturday. There is women's soccer in the NCAA tournament. Also starting at 1 o'clock Mountain Time. The 2-1-2-0 pitch taken for strike one, so two balls and one strike. Once soccer is done, then we will join our broadcast in progress on BYU Radio 107.9 FM. But tomorrow, both. Torek with the 2-1 to Cowden. Strike two. I think that ball's outside, but I'm not going to say anything. I just get myself in trouble when I start talking about strike zones. Yes, but you realize by saying I'm not going to say anything, you're saying something. I am something, exactly. And then I will say something later. I just <laughs> biting my tongue much as I can. The 2-2 pitch. Low, full count now to the designated hitter, Josh Count. Three balls, two strikes. A leadoff single by Wilk. He is at first. Nobody out here in the bottom of the second. Tark delivers the payoff pitch. Took something off of it, swing and a miss, and it's out number one. And that is the second strikeout for Ryan Torek. Well, that's his pitch right there, Shep. He likes that changeup. I mean, when you're going full count changeups, 
uh, you just know that that is your pitch. And had Josh not swung, it would have been called on the outside corner for strike three. But it's got really good depth to it. And uh, hard, hard changeup, 83, 84 miles an hour. Left fielder Hayden Latham will bat with a runner at first and one out. Hayden's average up to 167. Five RBI. First pitch to Hayden showing bunt and takes strike one. Now the real intrigue of the NFL draft is underway. The pick for the 49ers at number three is in. First two, we knew what was going to happen. And Trey Lance is the pick. Not Mac Jones. Interesting. The 0-1 pitch to Latham. Goes the other way. A base hit falling in front of the right fielder. Wilk stops at second. And it's a one-out single for Hayden Latham. And that's two singles here in the bottom of the second. And with one out, the Cougars have runners at first and second. Yeah, just breaking ball right there. He just stayed inside of it. Fought it to right field. Nicely done. The catcher, Abe Valdez, who also had a really nice day at the plate on Tuesday against Arizona State, will now bat with an opportunity to put the Cougars on top. BYU with three hits. Still looking for the first runs of the ball game, but BYU has had runners in scoring position in both the first and now second innings. Torek delivers to Valdez, strike one. No balls, one strike, and one out. Timeout called as Torek steps off the rubber. mentioned the standings a minute ago the Gales in fifth place at nine and nine BYU currently at six and nine in seventh place everybody looking up at Gonzaga at 14 and four and then San Diego at 11 and four those are the top two teams in the WCC oh one pitch inside one and one well, it was, was going to come down to that series this weekend in my opinion this is whoever wins this weekend against the Zags and USD would be the champs and because there's just not there's not a lot, a lot of games, and the Zags would have to just absolutely fall apart. But if they win the series against San Diego, they'd win it. And that series got postponed because of COVID. So it'll be interesting to see if they make that up. That's a huge series. The one-one swing and a miss right. I don't know how you don't make it up. It's well, too important. So the problem is, is when do you find time? Because San Diego and Pepperdine already got canceled earlier, and they moved it to the open weekend at the end of the season. And so there's no open dates available except for next week. I think the in two weeks, San Diego has off. So do you force them to play midweek? What do you do? I, I don't know. One ball, two strike count to Valdez. Wilk at second. Latham at first. Pitch inside. Appeal down to first base. They say Valdez did not go around. He was able to check his swing. So the count is two balls and two strikes. And it was COVID-related. Do we know on which side it was? Yeah, I just said it was postponed because of COVID-related between a program. I didn't hear which one, so. (laughs) 
Two balls, two strikes. The 2-2. And it's a, another strikeout for Ryan Torek. Strikeout number three. It's his second strikeout in this inning. And excuse me, swing there by Abe, which he went to the two-strike breaking ball, and Abe was fooled on it and just kind of half swung at it and struck out there. So BYU had a runner at third base with one out in the first, not able to bring him in. A moment ago, they had runners at first and second and one out. It's now first and second and two outs. Can the Cougars get the hit and bring the first run across the plate? The batter is Brock Watkins, and the first pitch inside ball one. Well, the name of this game is hitting the ball with runners in scoring position, right? And we've had back-to-back innings with an opportunity to score a run. Last inning even better with a runner on third less than two. Need a big hit here by Brock. The 1-0 to Watkins. Low, two balls and no strikes. Tarek nearing 40 pitches here in the second inning. Single right back up the middle right here, Brock. Yeah, right up the middle is wide open. The 2-0 to Watkins. Swing and a miss, strike one. So two balls, one strike, two outs. Latham at first, Wilk at second. The 2-1 pitch. Ground ball. Will it get through? It will get through. The shortstop able to get to it, but bounces it off. Wilk scoring from second base and alertly Latham sliding in safely to third. It's now 1-0 BYU on the RBI single from Brock Watkins. A little seeing eye single there in the six hole. The shortstop dives and knocks it down, but he wasn't able to keep it close enough to him. And, And Wilk scores easily. Standing up for, hey, a big two-out knock. Nicely done. Nicely done indeed. BYU getting on the board first, and that's now four hits for the Cougars. Back to the top of the order for the Cougars, Mitch McIntyre. He singled in the first. If he can pick up another single, BYU would add to its 1-0 lead. Runners on the corners with two outs. First pitch to McIntyre. Outside, ball one. Well, Latham did a good job advancing on the throw, right? Obviously, a lot easier to score from third. More opportunities, pass balls, infield singles, things like that. i got to give Velasquez... A lot of credit to get to that ball. I didn't think he was going to be able to even get to it. One ball, no strikes. A check on the runner at first. BYU taking a lead, 1-0 here in the second inning. 
McIntyre hitting 281. The 1-0 from Torek. Outside, two balls and no strikes. Right up the middle here, Mitch. He's been one of our best guys with runners in scoring position this year. The 2-0 pitch. Three balls and no strikes. I wonder if Coach will give him the green light here just because he's been doing so well of late. And he's one of your clutch guys. Like 3-0, he might just, you know, give a cookie right down the middle on fastball and hammer it here. Well, he has one home run on the season. 3-0 pitch, and he was swinging. Oh, I love it. Strike one. I love it. Crowd's into it. Yeah. I recognize that voice. Familiar to you? Yes, it is. He's only yelled at me my whole entire life. Just kidding. Well, that could be anybody. Yeah. 3-1 pitch. Throw down to third as Latham had come off the bag, but in the meantime, you had Watkins he had Mitch stealing. stealing, and he's now at second base. So now it is a full count to McIntyre and two runners in scoring position at second and third. So a base hit should score two more. Uh, big chance right here, Mitch. Full count to McIntyre. The 3-2 delivery. Swing and a miss. Strikeout. That's now four strikeouts for Gale starter Ryan Torek. And the Cougars will leave two on the base pass. But they do get a run. An RBI single by Brock Watkins. Puts BYU on top 1-0 as we head to the top of the third on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. I'm Christy Chambers, and I'm the CEO with Columbus Community Center, and this is our story. Right before the pandemic, life was very hopeful, and then the bottom fell out. Our business lines dried up. Chris Penman with Zions Bank was incredibly helpful. We at Zions Bank, we were happy to help because we knew that we were making a difference. Tremendous thanks to Zions Bank. See more of our story at zionsbank.com stories. Zions Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A. member FDIC. Okay, that's good. Whoa, whoa, Dave! Sorry, I'll go grab some paper towels. You can't let Dave pour things. He works at JCW's. They fill stuff up past the brim over there, like their milkshakes. They're thick, rich, and oh my gosh. Delicious. Oh no. Dave's filling up Crystal's car for her. Dave, stop. Hey, this is Clark for JCW. Stop into any of our five locations today. We're located in American Fork, Thanksgiving Point, Provo, South Jordan, and our new location in Harriman. Come in and see why at JCW's we believe in quality and a lot of it. It's easy to enjoy BYU Radio in the comfort of your home. Just ask your smart speaker to play BYU Radio. You'll then be able to hear shows that keep you up to date on what's happening in our world. The U.S. Supreme Court returns. Shows that help you learn useful life hacks. Have you heard of intuitive eating? Shows that uncover fascinating information about nature and human achievement. All the gee whiz stuff of nature. And shows that entertain and lift your spirit. I'm charmed with your offer. Find our broadcast schedule and learn about all of our shows at BYUradio.org. 
This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. First pitch in to Goulart. Strike one from Easton Walker. Top of the third inning underway from Provo. Alongside Tuckett Slade, my name is Jason Shepard. The 0-1 pitch, missing way outside, evening the count at 1-1. The 8-9-1 hitters do up here. The 1-1 pitch, misses inside, two balls and one strike. Up next, third baseman Nick Mistone, and then back to the top of the order, Jacob Telemonte. 2-1 pitch. Outside part of the plate. Strike two. Nice pitch there from Easton. doTERRA is proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. We appreciate doTERRA's sponsorship of Cougar baseball. The 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Good pitch. And that's strikeout number four for Easton Walker. Both starting pitchers with four Ks in the ball game. So one away here in the third inning. One nothing BYU. Cougars with the one run in the bottom of the second. The pitch to Mistone. Fouled off into the BYU dugout. Strike one. The 0-1 pitch. High, one ball and one strike. Stone from Upland, California. Hitting 231. 14 RBI. 1-1 pitch. Fouled off to the right side. Strike two. Easton's pitching with the lead. Hasn't been able to do that a ton this year, <laughs> right? He's a Jacob DeGrom for the Cougars, right? Just have a two ERA. and One and four record. One, two pitch. Too far outside for the home plate umpire to call it strike three. So two balls and two strikes. Home plate umpire is Adam Doughty. First base is Ruben Candelaria. And at third base... Troy Hodak. 2-2 pitch. Fouled off to the right again, and the count stays. Two balls and two strikes. Yeah, good battle. One out, bases empty here in the top of the third inning. A 2-2 count to Nick Mistone, third baseman, wearing number five. Walker delivers the 2-2, strike three looking, and a strikeout number five for the Cougar starter. Back to the top of the order, Jacob Talamante. Grounded out to shortstop. Brock Watkins in the first inning. 
The first pitch to Talamante. In the dirt, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Two outs. Walker with the 1-0. Misses again. Two balls and no strikes. The big BYU news tonight. Zach Wilson officially taken number two overall by the New York Jets. Congratulations to Zach Wilson and to the BYU football program. Highest drafted player ever in program history into the NFL. The 2-0 pitch. 3-0 now to Talamante. You don't want to walk, guys, especially with two outs. Missing. Last three pitches have been missing down. Get back to your zone east. Battle back here, 3-0. Come back in this count. Three balls, no strikes. And it's strike one to Talamante taking all the way. The crowd buzzing tonight. Nice to see people at a ball game wearing short sleeves. Yeah, no kidding. And it's ball four to Talamante. So a two-out walk keeps the inning going. And that'll bring in Coleman Schmidt. Grounded out to short in the first inning. Yeah, you talked about uh, the fans. I noticed uh, the legend Ralph Zobel walking into the, the stadium. Uh, there he is right there. Looking up our direction here in the press box. Doesn't miss the broadcast. We know that for a fact. Yes. Good to see Ralph at the ballpark. A check on the runner at first. Once an SID, always an SID, right? right? That's right. Whole career he's listening to broadcast when we're on the road because he's got it. That helps him write a story. For how many years did they not have film, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way to know. Schmidt at the plate. Awaiting the first pitch from Walker. Easton delivers, and it misses. Ball one. Yeah, just missing down right now. Easton over 50 pitches here. Officially have him listed at 53. One ball, no strikes. The 1-0. Strike one swinging to Schmidt. Good fastball running away right there. I just love watching Easton Walker pitch, Shep. It's just, you know what you're going to get. He's going to give you everything. You always have a chance to win that game. I just love his demeanor on the mound. The 1-1. Ball two. He's just got that serious, I'm here, I'm all business. I just love that. Two balls and one strike to Schmidt. Coleman Schmidt, the right fielder, leading this team with a 379 batting average. You can't teach mentality, right? It's something that you have to, you know, have. 2-1. Fouled off to the right side. The count even now at two balls and two strikes. Just seeing the way that he's so locked in. He wants to win. 
his whole life he's been an underdog, right? Undersized, right? Doesn't, not the fastest guy. Doesn't throw the hardest. But all he does is compete at everything he does. And he's such a good leader, leading this pitching staff. If we had, you know, 19 Easton Walkers <laughs> on the mound, we would be really, really good. The man sells insurance during the day and throws yeah. strikes at night. Exactly. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner at first. The 2-2 pitch. Misses, throw down to second, the runner on the move. The umpire says safe. Pintar looked like he was there, the tag was there. But I think that they're going to say that the runner, Talamante, just beat him out. Yeah, I think, uh, well, the ball beat him, but but Pintar kind of lost it right where the sun is, right there. You could tell that he kind of backed away from the runner. Yep, that's absolutely the right call. And he missed the tag. Yep. Penny had the sun right in his face when he got that ball and just missed on the tag. This is a big pitch now. 3-2, and now runner at second base. Dangerous hitter in Schmidt. The payoff pitch. Line down the right field line. Will it be fair? It will not. It slices foul. That looked to be dangerous off the bat of Schmidt. So Talamante was already halfway between third and home. Has to head back to second base. And we'll do the 3-2 pitch again. Schmidt 0 for 1 with a ground out in the first. They got their power guys on deck. Got to throw your best pitch right here, E. Two outs, a runner in scoring position. BYU leads 1-0. A base hit here by Schmidt could change that. Walker gets the sign. And now delivers the 3-2. Ground ball to Peyton Cole at third. It bounces off of him, able to recover. Throw over to first in time. And the Cougars will maintain their 1-0 lead as we head to the home half of the third from Provo. 1-0 BYU on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Peyton Cole leading off the bottom of the third. He made the nice defensive play to end the top of the third. And will now lead things off. And he looks at ball one from Torek. And that play that bounced off of him, that he was able to get the final out, that was not an easy play, was it, uh, Tuck? No, Shep. That's a rocket. One hopper hit right at him. And what do you do there? He just wears it right off the chest smothers it and some people you know you panic you're like oh I gotta go find the ball but what does he do nice and easy grabs the ball and a perfect throw to first in time for the third out 1-1 pitch swing and a miss strike two Peyton struck out in the first inning Cole, Pintar and Gamble do up here in the third BYU leading 1-0 fouled off and the count stays 1-2 and two. It's hard as a hitter right now when, you know, you're facing an arm who loves his changeup, and especially the left-hander. He's got, his, he's got all of his strikeouts, changeups, right? And so you want to sit changeup, but if you sit and change up on that, he's going to blow the 88-mile-an-hour fastball by you. 1-2 pitch. Fouled off again. And he's not afraid to just throw that changeup whenever. I mean, full count twice now he struck guys out on that really good changeup. Ryan Torek nearing 50 pitches here. 
The 1-2 ground ball to first. Taken by Chong himself. Three unassisted on the putout. So Andrew Pintar will bat with bases empty and one out. Penny popped out to first base in the first inning. Cole Gamble in the on-deck circle. BYU one run on four hits. First pitch misses, ball one. Finally, Shep, we finally got some good weather. <laughs> it's It's been amazing, almost to the point where it's comical, yeah. how the weather will be great before BYU arrives, then it's bad, and then when BYU leaves, it gets good again. It's happened so many times this season. Well, and same thing when we've gone on the road. Uh, Wednesday night practices at places have been beautiful weather, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the next day it's, it's raining half the day. The 1-1 pitch to Pintar. Hit sharply into left center. It's carrying, and that is a home run. A solo home run for Andrew Pintar, and BYU jumps on top 2-0. That ball was crushed, Shep. Andrew Pintar doubling BYU's lead from one to nothing to two to nothing with one swing of the bat. It's now five hits for BYU and two runs. And that home run from Andrew Pintar the ball put down a nice bunt by Gamble and he beats it out nicely done a perfectly placed bunt down the third base line didn't travel far but Gamble hustling out of the box is at first base so after the solo home run by Andrew Pintar a bunt single by Cole Gamble has him at first base with one out and the home run from Andrew Pintar brought to you by UCCU where getting a mortgage is seriously fast and super easy. Just fill out an easy application right on your phone or computer. Learn more at uccu.com slash seriously fast. One out, runner at first. I check on that runner. Well, that's uh, three home runs in the last two days. I like that. I like the long ball. (laughs) 2 0 BYU here in game one of the three game series against St. Mary's. A little bit of a hanger to Jacob Wilk. List that down the right field line. It will be foul into the corner, so strike one. Just a little tardy on that one. You're right, though. It was a hanger, it was a one to hit, but. Just foul down the line. A single in the bottom of the second. Scored BYU's first run, and now a solo home run in the bottom of the third from Andrew Pintar has BYU on top 2-0. The 0-1 pitch inside, one ball and one strike. I believe that was the first home run given up by Torek. He likes he keeps the ball down. He's a good pitcher. 
The 1-1 pitch to Jacob Wilk. Misses inside, two balls and one strike. Primer for Saturday afternoon as well, Shep, is they have a kid by the name of Kai Bush who's pitching, who is a local kid from Fremont High School who actually went to Washington State last year and then COVID transferred to St. Mary's this year, and he's having an unbelievable season for them. Hard throwing lefty. That was actually the fourth home run given up by Torek this year. It's one of those times where you're looking at the wrong line. Yeah. So the fourth home run given up. I, I allow you one mistake a game. It's there. <laughs> okay. So, a lot of innings left, so be perfect. Yeah, we're just in the bottom of the third here, folks. Three balls, one strike. Runner at first. You that is Cole Gamble. Good chance you'll see Cole take off here. 3-1 hit and run action. Tarek taking his time. Now a throw over to first base. Gamble back to the bag. Obviously, he expects him to go as well. I was expecting Wilk to take a timeout after it was taking forever. Wilk at the plate. A 3-1 count. Torek. Smashed by Wilk into the gap at the bottom of the wall in left center. And they are waving Cole Gamble around third. The throw not online. And Gamble scoring from first base. And it is an RBI double for Jacob Wilk. And the Cougars increase their lead to 3-0. Well, that's what you're supposed to do on a 3-1 count, right, is put a good swing on it. And, and Jake, he did that exact thing right there. He hit that ball. It was... Halfway up the wall, and a nice double right there. And, and Coach Trent Pratt, hey, that a boy. I like his sending, you know, with one out. Sometimes you're kind of hesitant, like, do I send him in this situation? But he, he, he read the shortstop was so deep out there, and, and of course, the throw's not in time. And big two out RBI there by Wilk. Well, and I realize I say this with a home run already being hit in this inning, but I. I you know, sometimes you're going to win a lot of ball games if you just hit guys around. Exactly. It doesn't always have to be the home run. We're already seven hits now, yeah. right? Seven hits and three runs here, and we're just in the bottom of the third. And the Cougars looking for more with just one out. Swing and a miss by Cowden, strike one. I hate to be the Debbie Downer, but we usually average about six or seven hits a game. And so it's already a great start against a guy who is a really good pitcher. And, uh, hey, 3 nothing lead. Great right now. No one count to the designated hitter, Josh Cowden. Struck out in the second inning. And it's now 0-2. Yeah, a little slider on the back door there. The thing is, when you when you swing at that first pitch changeup, it's down for a ball, and then he throws a get-me-over back door. You know, break a ball for strike two, it makes it so tough to battle with two because you just don't know what he's going to go to. So you just look for elevation here and put a ball in play. Jacob Wilk at second base moments ago, hitting a double that scored Cole Gamble from first. The 0-2 pitch outside, one and two to Cowden.
No activity in the Gales bullpen. 62 pitches for Ryan Torek. The 1-2 pitch. Ground ball, slow roller to short, and Cowden is going to beat it out. Nicely done by Josh Cowden. Well, that's called beating the shift right there. You had the shortstop playing up the middle, and, and that was just a, a breaking ball that he just slapped towards the shortstop where he normally be playing, and he comes in hard. It wasn't hit very hard. It barely got past the grass of the infield. Shortstop came in hard, tried to make a play, but with Josh's speed, he beats it out. After Peyton Cole grounded out to first base, here's what the Cougars have done. Home run, bunt single, RBI double, and single. Timeout is called. They will have a meeting on the mound to talk with Ryan Torek. Well, and they're, they're going to try to settle him down. Obviously, that's one of those tough ones where he executed a really good pitch there. But Josh, what do you do? Don't strike out. Just put a ball in play. Good things happen, and he puts the ball in play. It happens to be in the perfect spot, not hit very hard to where the shortstop couldn't make the play. And now we have first and third with one-out situation with Latham up who had a single his last time to right. And this might be a spot here you'll see Coach try that safety squeeze again and push bunt towards first, score Wilk, and move up Cowden to, to second and add that fourth run. Aiden Latham, as Tuck mentioned, a single in the second inning. Looking to keep this inning going. Two runs have already scored. BYU leading 3-0 on eight hits. Runners on the corners and just one out. The first pitch to Latham, and he's showing bunt right back to the pitcher. A throw to home. Yeah, he beat it. Yes. Great slide. Great slide and right Goulart there. And Goulart thought he made the tag, but the home plate umpire says Wilk was safe, and Goulart is not happy. He has his hands on his hips, and head coach Greg Moore is out to talk with the home plate umpire. So Wilk at the last second pulled his left hand back and then reached with his right hand. And look from here that he didn't get tagged. And we'll look right here as he pulls his hand back. Yeah, by the time he was tagged in that hand that he pulled back, his right hand had reached the base. So if the umpire got the call right, nicely done. And now BYU has increased its lead to 4 to nothing. Nice execution getting the bunt down by Latham. And a great job of avoiding the tag by Jacob Wilk. Now the right hand comes in before the tag from Goulart. Great slide right there. And a fielder's choice there. For Hayden. It was Valdez. Gonna, it was going to be a great play. He, yes, glove, he glove flipped that yes, he did. to the catcher. Valdez looks at strike one. Runners at first and second. Still only one out. BYU has plated three runs so far here in the bottom of the third. They lead 4-0. Fouled off. His first time up got fooled on a breaking ball and kind of half swung for a strikeout. He's down 0-2 right here. Heavy breaking ball again against him. You just got a battle here. 
No balls, two strikes, one out. Torek. Or take that. Hits. I'll take that. I'll take Valdez that. Valdez in the square of the back. And you were talking earlier, you want the team to take more yes. hit-by-pitches. Valdez obliged, and now he is at first base, and the bases are loaded with one out. That'll bring in Brock Watkins, who already has an RBI single. Brock hit a little CNI perfectly placed single his first time at the shortstop was able to knock down, but Wilk was able to score on the ricochet. Hey, now is the chance to to break this game open right here, Brock. Bases loaded, one out. The pitch to Watkins in the dirt. A good block by Goulart. I mean, he's up to how many pitches now, Shep? He is at, I believe that was pitch number 70. I'm going to tell you right now. 55 of those have been either changeup or breaking ball. He just is not confident in throwing his fastball. And when he does, guess what we've done? Hammered him. There we go. So be on time here, Brock. No place to put Watkins. The 1-0 pitch. Misses away. 2-0 to Brock. Those, you talked about the, the patience against Arizona State. It's takes like that. Yes. Those borderline pitches that you don't swing at. You take them for a ball, and now instead of it being 1-1, it's 2-0, and you're in a fastball count here, and you can be on time and ready to go. And now there's some activity in the Gales' bullpen. The 2-0 pitch to Watkins, strike one. The Cougars four runs on eight hits. Two-one count. Mitch McIntyre will hit next. The two-one to Watkins. Foul back. Two and two. Most of the infield now in the shade. There's a couple of spots where you can still see the sun, but right now the sun strictly in the outfield. The 2-2 pitch to Watkins, hit and him. that hit him. Hit him, yeah. I don't know if that just hit him in the uh, the sleeve or if that actually got some flesh, but a hit-by-pitch RBI for Brock Watkins. And that is back-to-back hit-by-pitches from Ryan Torek. Hey, I asked for a couple hit-by-pitches. Look, you and you get your wish. I just nicked him in the shoulder there on a curveball that stayed in. That's two in a row curveballs that he's hit guys with. And now Mitch has a really good chance. Who struck out last time with runners in scoring position on a really good changeup. On, I think it was full count. But uh, chance now to blow this thing open. Yeah, and he's one for two. He has a single already. Bases loaded, still one out. Another run in, 5 nothing BYU. First pitch to McIntyre. Misses away, ball one. Beginning to throw a little faster in the Gale bullpen. Can't see who that is. It's a left-hander. The 1-0. Slow roller to short. 
and there's not going to be a throw. One. That's another in-field single and an RBI for Brock Watkins, and the Cougars now up 6 nothing. Uh, you know, sometimes you just get lucky, and sometimes you just got to put the ball in play, and at the end of the day, in the stats, that is an RBI single <laughs> by Mitch McIntyre right there. That's all that that's matters. Like, Five, what three hits this inning on the infield? Yes, or at least two, uh, and then you have the fielder's choice bunt. So, and there's still bases loaded yeah. and only one out. Five runs have crossed the plate here in the bottom of the third. It's six nothing Cougars on nine hits. They have picked up right where they left off against the Sun Devils, and it's strike one to Peyton Cole, who actually began this inning grounding out to first. Uh, you get a chance to to hit twice in an inning, and, and that means that's a good inning. Yes, it is. Now Cole has a chance to get out twice in an inning. You, you, you don't <laughs> want to do that, so just hit your sack fly here, Peyton, or hit a double. I'm not that greedy. Now, the 0-1 pitch, ball one. Andrew Pintar in the on-deck circle. Has already hit a solo home run in this inning. That was this inning? That was. <laughs> this inning has gone a while. Yes, it has. But it's gone a while for good reasons. 1-1 one, one pitch. Ground ball up the middle. Could be two. They will get the double play. Nicely done by the Gales. They stop the bleeding, but not before BYU scores five runs in the bottom of the third. And they'll take a 6-0 lead to the top of the fourth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.